Hello, welcome back to the Sweet Slow. I hope you don't mind if I have some Todd Boston playing in the background. Actually, I hope Todd Boston doesn't mind that I have Todd Boston playing in the background because I might be breaking some rules. So if I'm breaking the rules, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I wanted to come on and read you something that caught my eye today. A friend posted this on social media and um, I really feel like it's something many of us need, especially those of us who have frequented or are in the middle of it. Um, the, the new age spirituality world um, or who have been there and are currently unraveling and undoing some of those teachings as well, right? Because it's interesting, right? You, you enter into this new age spiritual world and you're told to, um, you know, to dismantle your beliefs, right? To, to look at everything, which is great. That's something that's really important. Um, however, sometimes what can happen is that we, we tend to recreate a new structure that is just as damaging if we're not aware of how those beliefs are forming within us and playing out in our lives. And I'm saying this as somebody who's experienced this. So I have definitely um, been in this position. If that's where you are now, that's okay. This is a perspective, an offering for you. So there is no judgment or shame here, but I am asking you to let this sit with you and to see where you can see yourself in it, if you can, and to just reflect on it. So uh, let's read it. This was a post shared by a friend of mine, and it was written by Taylor Rose Godfrey. And it says it's a modern day call to shifting from spiritual consumerism to returning to humankind. And that it's inspired by Oriah Mountain Dreamer's poem, The Invitation. And this is what it says. I don't care how spiritual you are, how long you can melt in the sweat lodge, how many peyote journeys that have blown your mind or how well you can hold crow pose. Honestly, I don't. I don't care what planets fall and what houses on your birth chart, how many crystals you have or how vegan your diet is. I wanna know how human you are. Can you sit at the feet of the dying despite the discomfort? Can you be with your grief or mine without trying to advise, fix, or maintain it? I wanna know that you can show up at the table no matter how shiny, chakra aligned, or complete you are or not. Can you hold loving space for your beloved in the depths of your own healing without trying to be big? It doesn't flatter me how many online healing trainings you have, that you live in the desert or in a log cabin, or that you've mastered the art of Tantra. What turns me on is busy hands, planting roots, that despite how tired you are, you make that phone call, you board that plane, you love your children, you feed your family. I have no interest in how well you can ascend to 5D, astral travel, or have out-of-body sex. I want to see how beautifully you can integrate into ordinary reality with your unique magic. 
how you find beauty and gratitude in what's surrounding you, and how present you can be in your relationships. I want to know that you can show up and do the hard and holy things on this gorgeously messy earth. I want to see that you can be sincere, grounded, and compassionate as equally as you are empowered, fiery, and magnetic. I want to know that even during your achievements, you can step back and be humble enough to still be a student. What's beautiful and sexy and authentic is how well you can continue to celebrate others no matter how advanced you've become. What's truly flattering is how much you can give despite how full you've made yourself. What's honestly valuable is how better of a human you can be in a world that is high off of spiritual materialism and jumping the next scapegoat for freedom. At the end of the day, I don't care how brave you are, how productive, how popular, how enlightened you are. At the end of the day, I want to know that you are kind, that you are real. I want to know that you can step down from the pedestal from time to time to kiss the earth and let your hair get dirty and your feet get muddy and join the dance with us all. And again, that was by Taylor Rose Godfrey. So good. And then I'm also going to read this one. This is from my book, A Home and Me. It's the intro poem to the collection. Let the words you're about to meet be the makeup of a love letter to the deepest secret hiding parts of you and me. Let these lines be witness to the moments we've all chosen not to remember. And when we choose to remember again, we can watch them as they float up and out the nearest window. I've seen you. It's time for you to go. You don't live here with me anymore. Let this story made up of stories be a letter of forgiveness to the chain of trauma, to the loop of hurt, to the edges within each of us, to whatever's happened at the hands of our own edges. Let this be a window, a glimpse into me, a reflection into you, a deep knowing as you fall asleep and close these pages that as long as your heart is beating, you will never be alone in being human. We are together enough in that. So I don't have too much to say about this. I really would love for you to just sit with these words. And, you know, the, the things that we discover on the spiritual path, if that is a path that you're walking, are absolutely beautiful gifts. And it's easy to get lost in them because sometimes they do take away our discomfort of being human. But I want you to know that as long as you're in physical form, there's a reason for that. And it's not to escape your role as human, but it's to fall even deeper into it. To, if you're, you know, if, if you're, standing in that gateway of accessing these spiritual gifts or just learning about them, becoming aware, remembering who you are as love, as someone who has these capabilities, experiencing 
you know, whatever you may experience if you go on retreat or are in community with others who are having these experiences, that it's not necessarily to pull you up out of your body and transcend your humanity. Because we see a lot of people doing this right now, especially in the spiritual communities. And it's the, it almost creates this pedestaled division of, and it's what we hear a lot of the woke versus the unwoke, right? The red pill versus the blue pill. And those who quote, carry the red pill, feel it is their responsibility to basically shove a bottle of pills down the blue pill throat, right? the throat of the the people who are not taking, willingly taking the red pill. But it was never our responsibility to step in and interfere with the path of someone else. And oftentimes what we believe is woke is really just uh, a shock to the system, a shock to the sleep that we've been sleeping. And from that point, there's a lot of integration that needs to happen. There's a lot of unraveling and sinking deeper into our own roots as human beings who are also spiritual, who are spiritual because we exist. That is what makes us spiritual. Every one of us is spiritual. It's not a matter of being spiritual or not. It's just a matter of choosing to be aware of it and embody it or not and whether someone else does in our lives is really none of our concern. It's not our responsibility. It's not our business. What is our business is how we choose to walk through life without stepping onto someone else's path and forcing them to quote, wake up without forcing them to see something. All you have to do is be all of you. All all you have to do is to focus on your own growth and focus on your own integration and focus on your own embodiment. And what will happen naturally when you do this is that you will be a container for that caliber of light. Your presence alone will activate others around you. Your presence alone will cause people to turn to themselves. And sometimes that is ugly and that's okay. We have to consider when we have had our own moments of remembrance or awakening or however we want to use, whatever term we want to use to refer to that, We have to remember what that experience was like. I know for me, that experience happened because of of another experience that I had been going through, that I had been walking through. It couldn't have been at the hands of anyone but God or the divine or goddess, whatever you use, whatever term you use to describe that essence. It could not have been at the hands of another 
human being in my life. Sure, people help, people come in to our lives and they assist us in ways that we didn't expect. And sometimes it's the people who cause the most adversity in our lives. Those are some of our greatest teachers. But what I'm saying is that no one intentionally comes along to peel back your eyes and to say, like, look at this. This is what it is. And you're going to believe it because I'm here to tell you to believe it. It creates exactly what it is that we're that we are seeking to step away from. Sovereignty. 101, sovereignty 101, respect the path of others, respect the divine timing that is playing out just as it's played out for you and continues to do so. So that's one aspect of this. And the other is that, you know, we we want to separate our spirituality from our human physicality. And I want you to to ask yourself today and this week, where can you find the sacred in your humanity? Where can you find the sacred in your ordinary human moments? Where can you find the sacred in your relationships? Where can you bring that in? Where can you identify that? And really focus on that. Because I'll tell you one thing, the most spiritual thing I have done is motherhood. And I'm I'm still in the early days of motherhood. And this has been the most, quote, enlightening experience because it brings out some of the worst parts of myself. And I'm not saying that out of a place of judgment. It's more of a place of acknowledgement and awareness and like, oh, now I see the parts of myself that need more attention or that need more love or that need me to parent them. This inner child of mine that's being triggered that needs love. And now I can integrate that. So building a home moving through motherhood or moving through parenthood or moving through any kind of relationship. And I believe that that relationship is the core, um, the core human activity that we do here to learn about how spiritual we are, right? So we can learn to tap into the 5D. We can learn to tap into realms beyond. We can learn to tap into that essence of divine love. But not to um, ride that beam of light up out of our bodies, more so to recognize and remember that feeling, those capabilities, those abilities, that magic, and to bring it down, bring it down the beam of light, bring it down through your crown, bring it down through your heart space, bring it down through your sacral, through your your roots, connect and bring it into your physical embodiment with the way that you move, with the way that you show up in the world, with the, with the ways that you give of yourself because you know that magic that resides within you. It's not to place you on a pedestal or to place you in another box by a a 
by the new age room that you enter into that tells you no more boxes. And yet they still place boxes around you. It's being aware of that and learning how to move beyond that room. Take what you need, take what feels right for you. Learn your own capabilities, learn your own magic, learn your own truth, learn your own power that is not found in crushing someone outside of you in any way, in manipulating and lying. It's not found in that. It is found in your heart. It is found in your core and it's owning that and reclaiming it and knowing that it's yours and that it's beautiful and that it's not just you here. It's that we we use that to pour out into the rest of the world because we are a part of so much of something that is so much greater than we are as individuals. Yeah, we have our individuality. But how can we bring that to all of life? How can we bring that to the bigger picture, the greater tapestry, right? Where each of these individual threads of color and that's gorgeous. And still, we're just threads of color until we're woven into a tapestry. So sit with that this week. Sit with how you can find the sacred in your humanity. How you can deepen the connection that you have with your sacred vessel, your body. How you can be more engaged with this moment, with where you are, how you can slow down, how you can make love to life right now, where you are, how you can open yourself and remove the shame of being human. This is not something to escape. It is something to really appreciate and Find the power within that so that you can show up to life in a way that is sustainable and helpful to everyone. And so that's all I have to share with you. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Sweet Slow. I hope that you know how loved you are, how incredible you are, and how because you are here right now in this body, on this planet, that you are here for a reason. And you would not be here if that wasn't the case. So in case you forgot, let me help you remember, you're here for a reason. If you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you could share it. If you have any questions, my email address is in the description box below and I will see you next time.